What is going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the Turning Tube Podcast. My name is Jack, joined here by Lorenzo, and I think we both just woke up from a nice little slumber. But are people also sleeping on the A's? Oh, that was that was a lead. So true, though. I'm still. I got my morning cup of coffee. The sun is shining. Jack got some weird look going on right now. We don't want to talk about yeah, that. But not looking too good. He's, he's not looking too hot. <laughs> looks like he just rolled over. But you don't gotta look good to play good. It's true. And the A's do both. Mm-hmm. They look good and they play good. Before we talk about anything with the Oakland A's, I just need to talk about those jerseys, man. I've always wanted to be a diehard A's fan. Mm-hmm. I've just needed a reason, and this team this year is giving me a reason to go 150 percent in on the A's. Okay, like yeah. I buy a jersey. They have the I'm two jerseys. In. I like everything about it. I just I their franchise kind of sucks. Like the way they run franchise it, I don't suck. like it. So it's like if Very, they're good, they're not gonna. They won't trade for Lindor. They won't sign some player. They won't make a trade because they're the money ball stuff. They're just like don't spend money because we hate winning. But now Can they we are just winning. talk about their third baseman though? Mm-hmm. Like during like the recent years, Josh Donaldson and Oakland Green, <sighs> Matt Chapman with the light green top and the white pants. Mm. <sighs> come on, come on. Yeah, B- best uniform in baseball going right now. Matt Chapman is kind of like vanilla ice cream, but at a really good like like home creamery because it's good vanilla, uh, but he's just so vanilla. We talked about players who need to be pushed more. Matt Chapman needs to be pushed more. I don't know if he's got much of a personality to him. I remember he did like a little breakdown on ESPN about how he plays third base, and his personality wasn't popping. But like him as a pl- on the field between like first pitch and last pitch, that dude is maybe one of the most entertaining players yeah. in baseball to watch. What, he's ridiculous. There's something about third baseman where they could be super talented, but like just always slept on. Like what is that? I don't know. I feel like. I've, it's the hot corner, so it should get more attention. Yeah. But like you have like your Matt Chapman's, also just third baseman in the um, we're doing the NL AL West, right? I'm so stupid. Mm-hmm. The AL West are just elite. Yeah, Matt Chapman, Anthony Rendon, Alex Bregman. Like, <laughs> come yeah, on. that's what are we? Maybe three best. I mean, Arenado's in there, to, but top four. My top top uh, third baseman in baseball right now is Nolan Arenado, Matt Chapman, probably. Probably Alex Bregman yeah. and Anthony Rendon. Yeah. That's how I would go. But let's talk about this A's lineup mm-hmm. or, like, this team overall because I feel like we have very different opinions on these Oakland A's. The A's are tough for me. Um, I do like them. I'm not, like, super bandwagony on them. I, I can see why I want to be, but I'm just not fully into it. I'm kind of fully sold, but I'm not buying in, if that makes sense, to use two market analogies. But the A's are a good, underrated team. They might just be not underrated anymore because they won 97 games back-to-back seasons. But we're going to talk a lot. I know exactly what you're saying, but they've also been kind of... We talk a lot about the Yankees and the Dodgers being screwed by the Astros. Talk about a team that got porked by the Astros. They played them 15 times. Yeah, they, um, they did get screwed in that sense. But also, I think, um... They can't quite compete with the Astros yet, just because of pitching. But before we dive into that, we're going to dive into the lineup. So I love their starting, their top five, Simeon, Loriano, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, little Matt Twins. They, there's something there, I think. I like that. And then Mark Canna. I think that's a pretty good, that's probably five unknown names from the casual fan. 
but five great players. So I think they're in pretty good shape with that. They can probably go like toe to toe with some really good lineups in the league. How, how are you feeling about that? Completely agree. I think there's so much top. They're very top heavy. It kind of trickles down if you get to the bottom half of that order. Yes. Top heavy. Uh, top heavy lineup for sure. This talking about Matt Chapman because I'm I'm over here. I'm sweating just because <laughs> I love this man so much. Um, for a player who only hit 249 last year, he still finished top six in MVP voting, which mm-hmm. you will not see often. Won the Gold Glove. Uh, he's a Platinum Glove winner, if I'm correct, right? Two platinum years in a row, winner. yeah. Two years in a row. Uh, 249 batting average, like we talked about, not great, but his power is ridiculous. 36 mm-hmm. dongs, 91 RBIs. Uh, just insane on-base percentage of 342. So I think he's the meat of that order. That's not a hot take at all. I just think... I would love to see his batting average get up a little higher. I feel like he doesn't hit to be like maybe one of the best players in baseball, like universally. He's got to hit a little bit of a higher average. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also a big Marcus Simeon guy. I mm-hmm. think he's really talented uh, at the top of that lineup. I love that. He uh 285 batting average, not the best from a leadoff spot, but something you can't hate. Finished top three in MVP voting with 33 home runs out of the leadoff spot, man. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about that? 92 RBIs. He's on base percentage 892. Come on. I mean, OPS. Yeah. Um, that top five is, is a force. I do think it's pretty top heavy. So um, kind of a theme of today's episode. I'm going to compare them to the Astros a lot because I think that's – they might. We're not this, doing it. This year could be they're in contention with the Astros maybe. So I'm going to compare them to them. I don't think they have as – full of the lineup at all so I think that could be an issue especially if that top five isn't what they're supposed to be but they're in they're in great shape with the lineup I don't think there's too much to really nitpick can I give you my um my turning two point for mm-hmm. the the Oakland A's World Series contention this year mm-hmm. uh that is gonna be none other than daddy hacks himself maybe potential candidate a future mayor of Ding Dong City Mm -hmm. race we are going to be having. But maybe he makes it, maybe he doesn't. Chris Davis, Mm -hmm. from 2016, 2017, and 2018, he hit over 40 home runs, peaking at 2018 with 48 home runs. Last year, he took a little bit of a step back in only 133 games. He hit 23 home runs and batted 220. But if he's able to get back to Chris Davis from 2018 – and get a 240 that's all they need from him a 247 batting mm-hmm. average and 45 home runs or it has 60 game season you know do the diff, the math on that in the five in the four hole with Chapman at the two and then Loriano backing him up I like Loriano a lot actually that is an insane lineup you're a pitcher you're looking at the top two people both have plus 30 home runs. And then in the four spot, a guy who can maybe not hit for average, but can take you on a free one home run any time he steps into that box. Where do you, where is your get me over out in that top five? Yeah, you don't, you don't really have one. So that that's a, that's and, a great lineup. And we've been talking about this and I haven't even talked about Matt Olson, mm-hmm. who also has thirty six home runs in twenty nineteen, ninety one RBIs, a batting average of two sixty seven, not a great average, but you're looking at a top four man where if you make a single mistake as a pitcher, it's five hundred feet gone. Mm-hmm. Four people who've hit for over thirty home runs in the past two years. That's insane. So like I don't know if you're 
I name a lineup that would you would rather have a top four than that right now. Like that's I'm taking that any day of the week, man. I mean, I I think it's a good lineup. I don't think it's top tier. I think there's just better lineups, but um, I, that top four, that top four of the lineup for at least the back half is not nearly as strong with Piscotty, kind of uh, Kemp mm-hmm. in the nine hole, Sean Murphy. That's not nearly as good, but that top four, I'll put against probably maybe the Dodgers got him beat with Bellinger and mm-hmm. Betts because they also hit for average, but like yeah. just pure game changer, like that's insane, man. Yeah, I think if Chris Davis is on, that will be great for them and. Hopefully these young guys who are coming up can stay consistent, and then I think the A's are in pretty good shape. My big concern from them is their starting pitching, which is interesting because they won 97 games last year. So I don't really know how that translates to the 60 games yet, but their pitching can clearly get the job done. Just looking at it, I don't think it doesn't wow me, and I think their lineup kind of wows me. So I'm a little worried that the pitching will bring them down, especially when they face the Angels, the um, the Astros, teams that can hit. It's bit, they got to face the Dodgers this year. I think, um, I mean, Mike Fires could be their number one. He could also be, like, their number three. I don't I think there's just a lot of, like, they're throwing five guys out there that could be great, but there's no one that I'm like, okay, this is going to be this is gonna be good. They got Sean Manaya. He's pretty good, but I'm just not. I don't know. I, I'm done. He's I really not don't proven. Know. Yeah. Um. No, I know exactly exactly what you're saying. I think that's the story when it comes to the A's. But the way I look at their rotation is, four of the five starters will be under the age of 28, yeah. or still under the age of 28. So they're very young. John mm-hmm. and I is 28. Frankie Montez, 27. AJ Puck, 24. And Jesus Lazardo is only 22 years old. Man, he's two years older than us. Yeah. And he's pitching in the MLB. Um. They throw a ton of strikes, and they have a ton of gas. Mm-hmm. While Mike Fires is their ace, he's 30, 34 years old now as their ace. You know, everybody's kind of got Mike Fires for being the whistleblower. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the story. So we're talking about Bryce Harper having a revenge tour. Talk about somebody who's got a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of fire to shove down people's throat. And I feel like he's not nearly as bad as people think if you look at his stats overall. Like in 2019, he had a sub-four ERA. It's not great, but it's not your ace. So that's definitely where um, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, the thing about being an Oakland pitcher, though, is that that I am uh, I think could benefit these guys is a lot of them don't blow me away with their stuff. They got a lot of velo, mm-hmm. but because they play in such a big ballpark of all that foul ground and probably yeah. the best defensive infield in baseball, yeah, especially on the last side, left side with Chapman and uh, Simeon, if you're an ace pitcher, especially Fires, uh, any of these pitchers who be struggling literally pitch to contact. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how you have to win because Matt Chapman could basically play the entire left side of the infield by himself. Yeah, yeah, that that's a great point. The the pitching may not need to be great because they have hitters and those hitters can also field very well. So that is probably the reason they've won ninety seven games two years in a row because they they've just been able to win games without ace pitching. I think the turning two point of this team is Jesus Lazardo. People are kind of thinking he's going to come up and be their ace. I don't know if you can really rely on that. I think if he starts 4-0 with unbelievable stuff, then you start getting really high in the A's. I mean, playoffs is a whole different story. I don't know if they have a single pitcher that you're worried to face in the playoffs. But 
Um, he could either look like an ace or a rookie pitcher. So I think Lazardo is really where the rotation leans bottom tier I, or top tier. I get what you're saying, and I hate that approach. From the, This is a point where I agree with you with the A's. I don't like relying so, uh, so heavily on a 22-year-old kid. Yeah. To back up, he should be some like a story, like the fifth spot of your rotation. If he gets hot, then you're really good. But if he doesn't, then you're fine. Yeah. Uh, he's only had six games in the majors, uh, with one five ERA. But that's such a small sample yeah. size. Like, I don't even want. I don't think any of these stats, um, like any of these stats, will like be a um, that big of a difference uh, on his major league career. Who he's gonna be? That doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I'm a little bit worried about the rotation. I think that's definitely a, the sore spot of the team. So I agree with you there, uh, and that kind of goes back to the A's overall. They're very, uh, you know, the way they approach things. They're not going to obviously go back and um, they're not going to acquire that big rotation piece that they may need. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankie Montez is coming off, uh, I believe he got suspended for PEDs, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also another question mark in that rotation. So there's a lot of question marks there. So you, can, you can't, I can't blame you uh, for having your doubts. But it also feels like there's a lot of upside. Uh, like AJ Puck and Jesus Lazardo, sub twenty five years old. If they do work out, although I don't like relying on that, they got great stuff. You can have a really young, cost controlled rotation, which is really important for Oakland, not only for this season but going forward. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of things to have on the upside. A little bit of a deeper Oakland note because I was diving in. I would love to see them put Chris Bissett in the bullpen because he did make a little bit of a run last day, last year there towards the end of the season, and he was nasty out of the pen. Which leads me to the first time that I really think that a bullpen matters, in my opinion, for a team, because I think they're going to be in such a tight contention race with the mm-hmm. Astros and potentially the Angels. I, I like their bullpen. I don't hate it. Yeah, I nothing, like, popped out at me. There's no, like, big names or, like, shut-down pieces, but I think it's it's good. It's solid. It will be serviceable. But there is, yet again, there's no one where it's, like, you're losing. You're up on the Astros, one nothing in the ninth, and they bring this guy in. It's like I don't know if they have that. Similar to the well, rotation. Uh, Liam Hendricks, man, had one of the best 2019s as a reliever. If you check out his ERA, he was ridiculous with a sub two, 1.80 mm-hmm. ERA, in 85 innings pitched, 13.1 strikeouts per nine. He made the All Star game, sub one WHIP. So right there, man. That's that's a good closer. Yeah, Although they, he has does not he doesn't have a great uh, career, track record in his career. Usually he's coming in over a four year array. He he popped off last year. Yeah, he he had a great year. I, they do have that solid closer. I think a lot of teams have that solid closer. I just am. I think they're lacking a little depth, but they might not they may not need that as much because they they just find ways to win. So we'll see. Yeah, you're definitely. I'm definitely getting a little bit of a sad of or a little bit of pessimism around the A's from you today I don't like it man yeah I just I don't know I'm just not I'm not really fully in on them I I don't see them being a um dominant team I think they're still gonna have that underdog kind of vibe well can I get something that maybe will change your mind mm-hmm. because uh I know how much you love bat flips I and Mark Kana Kanha is that how you pronounce it Kana? I think C- Kana, Mark Kana. Kana. Mark Kana, guys, I'm so sorry I butcher names all the time. <laughs> uh, he was named winner of the number one bat flip in 2019 by MLB Network. So, oh. that's interesting. Right there. Over, over Tim Anderson? 
over Timmy. So right there, that's one interesting fact for you that maybe would turn you over mm-hmm. to the A's because that's fun, and I'm here to make you an A's fan. And let's talk about Billy Bean because we everyone loves mm-hmm. him, and you know he drafted. We all, everyone knows he drafted Kyler Murray number nine overall yeah. in the draft in 2018, but he followed that up by drafting him in the first round of his fantasy draft. Ooh. So this guy's just Billy Bean's got, maybe he's got something in the works where we're going to see a sport crossover from. So maybe we got another guy in the rotation this year. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying boy could be on the end. So those mm-hmm. are my little Oakland A's fun facts for you. But that got to lead me to, to the point that I think everybody needs to know the most, Jack. Mm-hmm. You've obviously pitched a reason, so I'm going to ask you a different question. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't somebody root for the Oakland A's? I think there's two major points. It's they're not quite proven yet in pitching, and they're a scrappy, find-a-way-to-win team in a long season, but I don't have faith in them as much to replicate that in a 60-game sprint. I don't know if the talent overall in all fields of the ball, is going to push them to be as good as they are in a long season. Because I think other teams just have better bullpens, better rotations that are just going to win games, just kind of simply put. So they have a great team. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm low on them. I, I'm kind of just in the middle, I think. You seem very uh, lukewarm. Like, you don't yeah. really... Like, they're not winning you over, but you're not hating on them. Like, if they do good, you'll be like, all right, they're, they're good. But if they do yeah. bad, you're like, right, not shocked. Yeah. You're fence riding hard mm-hmm. on the A's. Oh, hard yeah. fence riding. Um, but while you are on the negative side, I finally get to be the positive host on the podcast. <laughs> Huge on the A's. There's so many reasons you should root for them. Number one, watching Matt Chapman play defense is a blessing. If you have not, go on YouTube, watch his 2019 defensive highlights. This man's ridiculous. He makes plays look so effortless. Um, so T's obviously a must-watch. I like the Mike Fires revenge tour narrative. I think that could be really good, mm-hmm. uh, especially in a 60-game season. I Must-watch games is Mike Fires pitching against the Astros. Must-watch television. You got to see that. Um, I do agree that they are. Uh, Oakland last year was a slow starter, and they don't really have time to uh, – get into the swinger thing so that could be a little bit concerning but the A's always seem, find, seem to find a way to pull out wins and especially this year with the Astros having so much pressure on them losing Garrett Cole Justin Verlander you know how what has he got left in the tank uh this everyone's questioning the talent of the Astros overall and it would not be surprised if they completely fall off my hot take man I got the Oakland A's winning the AL West Ooh. so what record do you have them in the AOS? Because this is interesting. Yeah, I got them coming in at 39 and 21. Oh, wow. All right. I'm really high on the A's. I think there's so much just talent on this team. And all, partially, I think that the uh, the Astros are going to take a big step back, mm-hmm. um, even in the shortened season. So I think this is the A's have been suppressed long enough. 97 wins. And I feel like they are still the baby brother of the division. And it's time that they're going to punch him in the mouth. I got, yo, Oakland A's fans, shower me with love. Your team <laughs> is AOS champions. All right. I got them at 32 and 28, coming in third in the division. Tough difference mm-hmm. here, man. But Dude, I this mean, is going to. 32 and 28 isn't too bad. I think they're just, their pitching's going to hold them back a little bit. But um, 
that's a dude. That's a big drop off. Because if you were to project that over like a buck sixty-two, they won ninety-seven games last year. You're taking a minimum 10, 11 wins off this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not actually sure about the math. I think thirty-two and twenty-eight might be around ninety-seven. Is it? I think so. Well, dude, I'm so bad at math. Either way, <laughs> I got this high win total coming in for the A's. I think they're going to be really, really good. So mm-hmm. you just got to watch out, man. They're going to light up the AOS. So we're going to have to have a little bit of a war going on this season. Every time the A's hit a home run or anything, I'm going to have to send it to you and just be like, oh. <laughs> so the, that brings me to a good point. So halfway through the – I think we're about halfway through all the teams. And before we get to our next team, how are we going to – is there any team that you're bandwagoning on fully? Because we're Red Sox fans, but have you found your second team yet? We're talking about them right now, my man. So the A's are your official second team? The A's are my official Let's Go Oakland Rally Cap season. Okay. Uh, I almost ordered a Dallas Braden tie-dye Oakland A's hoodies this morning. <laughs> nice. I was just close. I almost pulled it <laughs> off. The 209 mayor had me on his IG. <laughs> I was scrolling through, checking the prices. Still may be coming in. You guys may be seeing a hot... IG post me flexing the tie dye. Who knows? Um, coming coming soon to your to the phone near you. Mm-hmm. So Oakland A's, I'm full bandwagon on. Don't worry, I'm gonna be copping some sort of merch to rep them rep them this season. But okay. if the Red Sox aren't able to give me some sort of entertaining baseball, only tough thing about the A's, they they play a little late. It's kind of hard yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. A little bit tough to watch. So that's a that's the only thing. But it allows me to watch both the Red Sox and the A's. That's true. Yeah, I d- the A's are going to be – that is a good team to have. They're not my second team, but I – there's it, that's a good team to watch. I what about you? Half, I don't think I found have, it. Halfway through, I don't think I found my team. He hasn't warmed up yet. Dude, the amount of Matt Chapman love I have right now is just ridiculous. Yeah, he, his, I mean, he's amazing. He's so fun to watch. I just love watching I him mean, play baseball. Through the offseason – and we've covered some of these teams, but I I was high on the Reds and White Sox right when they signed everyone. But as more people jumped on the bandwagon, it's like, mm, I mean, I don't I don't love them, love them. And I picked the Braves to win, but again, they're kind of too too popping. So you gotta I, find a low key team. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. My team might be. I've liked this team since 2012. Oh god, the Los Angeles Angels, which we're about to talk about right now. So yesterday we recorded a podcast of two of our World Series winners, which I may have retracted a little bit because Phillies are scaring me now. Mm-hmm. But and now we're talking about our two sleeper teams. Yeah, the way the world works, same and division. Honestly, like sleeper team, the Angels are probably sleeper. The A's are are going to be good, probably projected by most people that are smart, not unlike me. But I do think these two teams, no matter what their record is, it's a good year to be a fan of them they're going to be fun to watch the angels just starting out because we just did the a's they play the a's 10 times in the first month and i think that's going to decide the second place team just right there because if whoa whoa whoa, if, whoa, 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 whoa wait you mean the first place a's i, I mean i you have mean the, 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 the aos winning a's Come if on. the a's play very well against the angels and the astros yes but i think if the a's play not as good as against the Astros, which is more likely, then the A's and Angels are going to be battling, battling it out for second, which I think most people think. 
I have a rally horn now that I'm going to call all A's fans to go attack Jack Doyle <laughs> on social media. I'm going to get the rally horn going. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking. The he A's, hates you guys. <laughs> the A's are heartbreakers. I, like They're not like the Red Sox. We're used to signing players. They don't do anything. Like They, they love me, though. They're here for me. They'll nurture me. Uh, 10, 10 p.m. West Coast time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that will be rough to watch. But these Angels, I mean, they got, they got potentially the best big three in baseball. Oh, that's a that I don't disagree. They have the star power is obviously there. Yeah. Angels conversation always has to start with Mike Trout. Probably mm-hmm. again going to be the AL MVP, best player in baseball, maybe the best player to ever live. Yeah. And we're witnessing him. I know you have such a Mike Trout love; it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was I liked Trout when he got drafted. The Trout versus Harper. Everyone on my little league team was like, Harper's cooler. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I like hair, and I was like, you know what? Mike Trout is going to be amazing, and I can't wait. And eight Jack years was later, like, do you like, he's amazing. Jack's like, do you like being bored and big, <laughs> thick boys? Now let me tell you a team I want. <laughs> Give me Mike Trout. He'll tell Mike you he's Trout a weather, and he'll hit 500-foot home runs. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. So For sure. But the the big free, the big move for the Angels this offseason was uh, signing Anthony Rendome to be the protection for Mike Trout in that lineup. Uh, just the top five of that lineup is kind of something to be admired. You got David Fletcher leading off, Mike Trout in the two-hole, Shohei Otani, Anthony Rendon. Then Justin Upton, who was hurt all of last season. I think that's mm-hmm. a, also a really big addition to this team. Uh, coming back, I like the hiring of Joe Madden. Also, hometown friend of ours, Brian Butterfield mm-hmm. is going to be there. So, you know, Butters, yeah. Yeah, great, the, great stuff. I think Joe Madden is has proved he can turn teams around and make winning teams. He has a great clubhouse vibe, which I'm excited to see Trout in Joe Madden's fun clubhouse things. Well, he'll bring in like a penguin or have everyone dress up. And I think that will that will be fun to help bring the Angels to the light that they should be. And you didn't even mention Tommy Lastella, who can be an all-star if healthy in 2019. So <laughs> I think he's, Very true. he's a solid hitter. Overall, I completely agree with you. There's nothing to – he's He's insane. Uh, you got to look at this team, and I think the Joe Madden effect could be really huge for them. Uh, just like that win now, he's won a World Series with the Cubs. He's built a really good. He's been there for really good A's teams as well. Mm-hmm. The Angels, little Mike Trout's that that you're not gonna like. He's one in twelve in the postseason. Yeah, in his time there, with one ding dong though, he's got a dong. Yeah, I think um, hitters in the postseason they can't quite make that game changer. I think one in twelve as a pitcher is brutal, but I mean as a hitter. Those Angels teams haven't been good, so I'm not too worried. But agree, agreed, but also the one thing that I really like about this Angels lineup is Mike Trout is obviously the, the home wrecker, but their guys just don't strike out. David Fletcher, mm. uh, Simmons, Tommy LaStella, you mentioned him earlier. Uh, Anthony Rendon's strikeout numbers aren't bad. Obviously, Albert Pujols is a much slower and lost a big step, but yeah. if you make a mistake against him, he can still go yard on you. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge thing. If you guys... We did an entire uh, episode about the Mike Trout and Albert Pujols relationship, mm-hmm. so definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it. But stuff like that is really interesting to me, and this narrative. I just feel like there's a lot of unnoted pressure on the a- on the Angels throughout as long as they have Mike Trout, and this yeah. season could be a huge relief for them if they're able to pull it off. Yeah, if they're, I think if they're over 500, it's kind of a small victory if they're in contention. But um, I think this this AL West is it is tough, but I'm I'm a little high on them. I 
don't know if I can have as many like facts to back it up. I'm going to try, but I do. I think just Mike Trout, Rendon, and then transition to the pitching flawlessly, Otani. We also, you haven't even, yeah, we haven't even talked about Shohei yet. Yeah, he's, I think he's going to hit, he's going to pitch once a week and hit four times a week. So he's not in there every day, but he's still an impact bat most of the week and then also giving you possibly lights out starting pitching. He does have a little bit to prove, but I think the way people are so high on him, people have called him the best athlete they've ever seen, best baseball player they've ever seen play. I think the, as I say, as I said in the last episode, the ceiling is the roof, which I'm still not sure if that's a saying or not, but I'm going to start it's saying It's saying it. now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, we're, we've been sitting here for 28 minutes, and Shohei Otani has not come out of our mouth yet, which is almost a sin. Yeah. Um, he's many people's pick to win the AL MVP. Right mm-hmm. there, you have the top two favorites to win the MVP on the same Angels lineup, probably potentially batting back-to-back. Yeah. So the Los Angeles got a lot of superstars, man. Uh, so that's something you gotta look notice. Uh, I lo- he probably has the best splitter in baseball. It's absolutely nasty. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, he's got a ton of pop in the lineup as well. So I like him overall. The versatile. I did also hear four, four days a week, um, hitting and then one pitching. Uh, so you just gotta respect that overall. His ERA in 2019 was 3.31 while being able to hit at a 2.86 clip. That's impressive, mm-hmm. man. So. Yeah. Quick question. For Otani to be MVP, what do you think he has to hit and what do you think he has to pitch? Like, what does the ERA has to be and what does his batting average have to be? I mean, probably at least over 280 with dingers and an unreal pitching performance. If he's decent at both, I don't I don't think people are going to give him the MVP, but I think if he's, like, 8-2, and two, hit, like, 295 with, like, 15 dingers, I mean, it's hard to ignore. Oh, for sure. I think he's got to hit over 285 with a sub-free ERA if he's going to win it. Yeah, just wins don't really matter. So that's just kind of how, when I first look at a pitcher, I just look at the wins, even though that's not so Yeah, I don't do. know why every, everybody hates on it, but I'm still a fan of uh, I'm still a fan of wins. Just for, like, a simple, quick look, I it gives you some, um, some knowledge of what the team and the pitcher is doing. And, I mean, it's probably not as great for individual stats, but we're looking at the Angels today, so I think if he goes 8-2, and two, that means the Angels are good, which I think you have to be a good team to win MVP, so I think that puts some stock in it. But their rotation besides um, Otani does not look great, man. Yeah, it's rough. They are, miss- they are missing a pitcher for sure. Um, Hard missing in that number two slot. I would not feel as terrible about this rotation if they had a solid number two there. But you drop off from Shohei Otani right down to Julio Tehran, who's mm-hmm. had sub four ERA twos and not bad, but number three starter is how yeah. I look at him. Good Yo, if he's three. in your free, he's in your free hole. You're doing good. Uh, three eight one ERA last year. Gotta love that. Uh, eight point three strikeouts per nine. Uh, not a bad. So I like that pitcher overall, but I don't think he's a stopgap number two. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit. That's a little bit concerning to me. He did hit the most batters he's ever hit in a season last year. So a little bit of an interesting fact for you. That's interesting. He, so I think that number's going up because they're mm-hmm. playing the Astros. So that number's going up. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's see if he can break his uh, record of 14 hit batters last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So something I like him in the rotation, but other than that, 
not huge on all of these. And obviously the elephant in the room, the loss of Tyler Skaggs puts a big damper mm. on that rotation overall. So you gotta you gotta obviously recognize that. But other than that, Dylan Bundy, uh Andrew Heaney, and then Griffin Cannon, not none of those names really impress me. Like Yeah, they're they're major leaders, but not much more than that. Yeah. Seems like they have like four back end of the rotation people behind Otani. Yeah, I think Tehran could, he could be good. I think he's, I don't hate him as a number two, but um, it's their bottom three, who knows. But I think it's a 60-game season. The 60-game season, I think, benefits the Angels most in baseball because Ooh. a two-way superstar in a, a third of a season is kind of just a recipe for success. I mean, they have Trout, Rendon, Otani, which is three out of nine hitters are amazing, and you're playing a third of the season. It kind of just matches up in my head. I think they can kind of shock the lead a little bit. So, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I'm not as high on the Angels at all because, again, I, this rotation just scares me. Um, let, if you do want to tune into Angels baseball, though, make sure you tune against them against the A's because if Dylan Bundy's on the mound, we're having meatballs for dinner, boys. Just straight meatballs. Gag gave up 41 home runs in 2018. Mm-hmm. 41 dongs, my guy. In the past two seasons, he's given up, let's see if I can do quick math, 70 home runs. That is ridiculous. In 61 games. Pitching so is that's an, a home, pitching home is an issue. I think there is something to be said, though, for if the A's are playing the um, Angels and you got Otani versus, like, Lazardo, I think... I mean, that's, that's a great that's matchup, okay. but also, I think you got to give that to Otani. Even, like, Tehran versus um, whoever they're, like, Montas or something, I think it's it's not too uneven. I think the Angels are still kind of in it just because they're more top-heavy than the A's are. Yeah, I feel that, but if I view the Angels' rotation, it's Otani who's better than any pitcher the A's have. I think mm-hmm. we can both agree on that. Yeah. But then, it's kind of a crapshoot. It's like, Shrow, I yeah. would rather Mike Fires and uh, Jesus Lazardo. Uh, Sean Manaya, uh, AJ Puck over the the guys that one are younger than the uh, Angels rotation, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Julio Tehran, who I definitely would take on my staff in the back half. Like I don't want Dylan Bundy anywhere near my team. Yeah. So he's he's terrifying. He's terrifying to me. Uh, so that's a little prop bet. I want to see uh, how, who has the best bat flip off Dylan Bundy this year. That's a, okay. Let's see which A's player does the most mm. epic bat flip when they that destroys the Angels and just take him take Bundy Yard, mm-hmm. but and then you can work your way down to Andrew Heaney. He's another guy, plus four ERA last year, almost four nine one. So I'm looking at these. He was hurt a little bit. I'm looking at these pitchers and I'm like, none of them are impressing me. He's like a lot, like career angel, so it's not even like he's into a new environment right now. And they have him slotted into free hole. That scares me. So I don't, I don't really like that. If I'm an Angels fan, yeah, pitching is not good. I mean, I think if they don't have Trout, Rendon, Otani, I'm saying that they could be really bad. But I think Trout, Rendon, and Otani, and just the general Joe Madden hype around this team, is I think they're kind of my sleeper pick to like be good. I I don't know if I have them in the wild card, but I think they're going to be making a run. So in a per is, is there a world where the Angels can win a World Series? In sixty games, yes, but unlikely. 
that the rotation, man, they just can't do it in the playoffs. Yeah. I you got to go. They can win a wild card game with Otani. I think they got that in the bag. But in a long game five, set, they're not. They're five not game series, up. you're rolling out Andrew Heaney and Dylan Bundy to face mm-hmm. off against these people. And but they, can, they can make trades. They could get Archer because they do have an amazing farm system. Perfect transition for where I was going to go. My brain is on fire this morning. They have two amazing outfield prospects in Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh. That could be left field, right field. So for 10 years, you could be seeing three amazing outfielders. And even if only one of them pans out, or if they trade one of them for a really good starter, that's, I mean, two amazing outfielders is, like, kind of unheard of. So you got you got a bright future, and then you have Mike Trout. So I think you got to be an Angels fan right now. I, 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 like that. I like that take, but I would definitely be looking to deal one of them off to get a young arm in that rotation. Not even yeah. a Chris Archer. Like, I'm looking for, like, a... That next Tyler Glass now type trade, that next uh, uh, like another pitcher like that who I would want on my team, like a Walker Bueller, someone who's going to be able to change your um, your organization. I don't know if they've got any young arms in the pipeline coming up. Uh, we'll get the producer on that. But that's a good point to look at, future and now, with Mike Trout. Imagine having three great, oh, my God, those two guys and Mike Trout, they're able to pan yeah, out. That's, that's ridiculous. That's very exciting. I think a uh, um, little bit. We got Joe Adele is – I believe top five prospect. He's in the sixth overall in prospect system. in baseball. That's a yeah. You can get a you can get a horse for that. I don't think I don't think they're trading him, but Brandon Marsh is top one hundred in baseball somewhere in there. So I think maybe they deal him, but Joe Adele is going to be in the league in a couple of years, maybe even this year. We'll see. So the Angels seem like a team that has a very good core of talent. They just they haven't been able to build around it yet, so that's what it seems like. They're a team a year or two away, is what I see them. Because now they have Rendon as that bat, they have Trout obviously. Otani's coming into his own. Odell Adele's almost on the uh, the brink of making the major leagues. Uh, their rotation just seems like it's missing a couple pieces, as is their bullpen. It just seems like they're a team that's working their way to establishing to filling in the little holes is what they need to do. Yeah, pitch, pitching is an issue. I would love... I mean, they were heavy on the Garrett Cole train. I do like Rendon over Cole. I'm glad they got Rendon over Cole because, I mean, it's nice, It's cool to see Cole on a competitor even though it is the Yankees, but it, that's nice to see. You want to know what trade would have really helped them? Mm-hmm. That Jock Peterson deal. Yeah. If that went through, that would have been a nice little bat to this lineup. But yeah. think about it like this. They have their superstar, Mike Trout. They have their ace, Otani. Mm-hmm. They have the backup in Rendon, so elite third baseman right there. That's three huge pieces. They have young talent. What they're missing is a solid number two starter, a legitimate second option in the bullpen because they have they have Hansel Robbie uh, Robles. Robles. Why can't I Robles? I hate myself this morning. <laughs> um, oh, we had a two four eighty ERA last year, twenty three saves. So he's a solid arm coming out of the pen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're missing like another arm in the pen. They're just missing these little pieces that make them not true all right you have to watch out for them type yeah team. they're they're almost there they're almost there uh i just don't like how slow the process is for them it mm-hmm. feels like it should be moving much faster than it is but yeah. they're getting there it's just like all right when when are they going to get there mm-hmm. but which takes me to um a fairly important question that i had for you about mike trout mm-hmm. do you do you think it like this season like 
if he wins the World Series, Mike Trout, do you think everyone's going to stop saying Mike Trout needs – do you think people are going to care? Or do he have to do it during a 162-game season? I mean, if the if the Angels – if Mike Trout takes the Angels to the World Series this year, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, it wasn't a real season. I think people will be really impressed and really shocked. So if he can do that, that is definitely going to be probably the biggest thing he's done in his career. So that would be huge. Really true. But this whole Angels talk is based around if Mike Trout decides to play. He's yeah, obviously 50-50. So this could be the wor- one of the worst teams in baseball if he doesn't play. That's, yeah, I think he's that big of a game if they, changer. If they do lose him, and also just like the hype around the team would completely die. The clubhouse would probably just be like, well, <laughs> there's no point. So If Mike Trout's not out here, then what's yeah. the point of doing this? Also, that, but, that really hurts just the season for every team. If the best player, one of the best players in sports, decides to not play... You probably shouldn't be playing, I think, probably. If Mike Trout doesn't think the World Series is worth it, then how much is it really worth? Yeah. Good. So, this man, like, is one of the faces of sports as a whole, and probably the best player in baseball, not even close. Mm-hmm. So, definitely have to agree on that. I think you've already made your pitch on why people should be a fan of the Angels. Yes. Um, so, a little bit of a little thing I want to get between you and me uh, going, because you obviously have the Angel, the Angels as your darlings, and I have the mm-hmm. A's. So... Let's, I want to make a little on-air prop bet okay. that if the A's beat the Angels in their season series, mm-hmm. well, you let's see, the A's beat the Angels in the series. We have to get you to do something. We'll have to come up with something, but we'll have to have a prop bet if the A's beat the Angels in a season series or vice versa. A little bet going on between us. I can't think of it off the top of my head, though. That's yeah, what I'm going to make you do. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm as, like, I think the Braves, I would bet, are going to be better than the Phillies. But the Angels are more of, like, my darling team that I wouldn't be like, oh, they're going to be great, but I really want them to, and I think they could. Well, let's get our win totals and see how it compares to your A's win total. And then we'll see if I can come up with something to get a little bit of a fiery bet going on, host v. host. So I had the A's at 32-28, and and I got the Angels at 35-25. and Really shocking world. You really have so you have the Angels beating A's overall. Yeah, I I do. I think the A's are gonna take a step back. I have the Angels coming in at twenty seven and thirty three. Oh okay. Uh, I don't think that rotation is good at all. I think that uh, once you get past Otani, if he's able to stay healthy, and also what do you really want Otani doing? Do you want him pitching and hitting in this shortened season, or do you want to put baby kick gloves on him mm-hmm. and just have him hit? Yeah. Not really pitch that much. So I don't really think that's overall. Anthony Rendon, we always talk about first year in a big market after a big mm-hmm. contract so i don't think he's going to be rendon of last year he won a world series and looked like he barely cared so i don't really know <laughs> how much energy he's going to have on the the angels i'm a little worried about him um and then obviously the lingering thing of trout but even if Trout plays i think this is sub 500 team getting there sure. but sub 500 mm-hmm. all right so i got the a's absolutely blowing them out of the water i got the angel the angels finishing third in the AL West, so just something to keep an eye on this season. Mm-hmm. We'll come up with something, but you better hop on the A's wet brand wagon while there's still yeah. time. The the AL West, I think, is just going to get even more tough the next episode because we got Rangers-Astros, who are another two good teams. Like It's, it's really going to be which the Angels or Rangers, one of them's got to be awful, and then 
maybe even the A's. Like, if the Angels and Rangers are good, the A's are going to have to dip too. So this is every division of baseball this year is is just really fun to watch. It is, but I got a hot take on the Rangers coming in tomorrow. So you okay. guys going to have to stick around and hear about that. So true, though. Uh, but the AOS is a fun team to watch. They have got some pretty sexy uniforms, if I must say myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested to see how both the Angels and A's interact with the Astros, but also each other. Those are really fun series to look forward to. Chapman v. Trout. Very similar appearance and the way yeah. they carry themselves. Yeah. So also two of the best defensive players in baseball. So great matches up right there. But I think that wraps up this edition of our Corona season breakdown. We'll be back tomorrow with the Angel Rangers and Astros, if the producers have it correct. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and any other platform you like to consume your podcast while at work or at home. Uh, check us out on Instagram, at the Turning 2 Podcast, and on Twitter, at the Turning 2 Pod. And we will see you tomorrow. See you then.